Introducing new Moth Be Gone. Welcome back to WETT The Splash, the home of all your naughty little secrets. We are live from the scene of the accident, and the death toll has climbed to a staggering rate. Welcome back. We are here again, and the first thing that you need to know when you come in here is that if you need the plug on CBD, that you need to go to blacktiecbd.net and put in the code THICK1 to get 10% off. Do me a favor. Don't tell them they're sponsoring us, because I don't think they know. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Just, uh, you know, don't DM them. Don't, don't, don't say thickness and the shine sent me here. Don't say you're a big fan of the podcast. Just buy the stuff. Use the code. We keep the sponsor. Let's uh let's keep this on the DL. How long do you think until they figure it out? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know cuz I know <laughs> I know of a few people that actually purchase uh their products and I know that they use the code because it'd be silly if they didn't. So they're definitely at least every now and then getting like whoever's in like accounting is seeing that shit pop up and they're just like, "Oh yeah, I forgot there's this weird active code we've had for four years you know what i'm I don't saying know what it's about but yeah. it's there and so i mean a fucking you know 10 percent off it's a little bit more in tax take it it's true take that shit you know yeah. so that means whatever you're looking at price wise because i always liked the idea of like just getting the tax off because hmm. that means like whatever price you're looking at is the price you're getting you know what i'm saying it's something that's like 9.99 and you get 10 percent off that bitch is going to be like nine ninety nine of tax after tax, maybe like a little bit less, but you know what I'm saying, right? Fuck. So ten, yeah, you know, black tie CBD. Uh, Wrap you your know. car around a tree. What? Wrap your car around a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill yourselves. No, <laughs> don't kill yourselves. Survive the car. Accident. Yeah, yeah. Live to tell the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live to tell the story. In fact, if you wrap your car around the tree, and you survive it, and if it's like a good enough impact, you are allowed to come on the show. You gotta send us an email at uh, tatspodcast at gmail dot com. If you've if you've wrapped your car around a tree and mm. you have photos, mm. you can come on the show. It's gonna be by Zoom. You're not coming in the studio. <laughs> no, yeah, we're gonna, not just gonna start hanging out with you, motherfucker. I was gonna say that's gonna be a disaster in a couple I, of years I if know, this ever takes off. <laughs> I, I've seen our fans. Some of you are gross. We're not having you inside if you're with us. It's some sociopath. Right. I, I did it, guys. It's not I even lost my COVID. arm, but yeah. I did it. It's not even a COVID thing. It's just some of you I don't trust. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Speaking of fucking not trusting people in COVID, I was watching uh, Jeopardy last night mm. with Bubbles. Mm. And first of all, the episodes I was watching were pre-COVID, but this motherfucker Drew Carey looks like he's been in the bunker for years. Yeah, dude, have you seen him lately? Like, yeah, he he has the long hair and the beard now. Yeah, and the eyes are all sunken in pretty hard. Too. Yeah, yeah, like and he's just like it's it's, not looking too good. It's like he's turning into like a wizard or something. Like, he just. <laughs> He just looks like he's ready for barbecue. Is he turning to Saruman from Lord of the Rings? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, he just, it, it really looks like every single day they, they knock on the hatch and then the fucking giant three fucking inch steel door opens from the ground in a hill somewhere <laughs> and Drew Carey levitates out of that shit eating like a cold turkey sandwich <laughs> and they tell him he's on and he just walks right into the fucking set and does Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. 
Because he just, I don't know. I Didn't don't know. he have some allegations come out uh, like a while ago or hope, recently or something? I hope not. <laughs> I think he did. Hashtag save Drew Carey. I think, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I saw some bullshit allegations going on in headlines somewhere. Yeah. But I never clickbait into that bullshit. Yeah, so yeah, who yeah. knows? I mean, shit. I mean, I wouldn't put it against him just because it seems like everybody probably did something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny and it's ironic, but Chris D'Elia. Who was, uh, if you can remember, that was the comedian mm-hmm. that we used to trash all the time. Uh, by the way, he's back. Oh, is he? He's back. He's like, he came back. Everybody trashed him. He didn't care. He stayed back. And now he's back. What a trooper. Yeah, he's killing it, bro. Hey, Shout damn. out to Chris D'Elia, right yeah, on, for bro. real, for uh, real. But uh, yeah, he, he's, his podcast is back. I don't really, li- I listened to one episode. He's just talking about the allegations. He doesn't <laughs> give a fuck. He's in on it, dude. He's 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 owning it. He's yeah. Fucking, he's he is his own allegations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, interesting. He was somebody who said like years ago on a podcast that I heard when he was like, uh, "The th- you already did the thing in this industry that's going to take you down." Mm. It's like you know because it was something that you probably did before there was ever a shot of you being in the industry. Makes sense. Something you said to somebody, something you did to somebody. It's like whatever it is that's going to get you, you already did. Mm. You could try to like. You know, tiptoe from here on now because people are looking at you, but they're gonna find it. Yeah, and then they did, and like yeah. I kind of, I feel like that sometimes too, which is why I'm not worried about being canceled mm. because it's like one people get canceled all the time, and if you're a comedian, you get canceled. It's like you're, you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's awful. Like in the case of Shane Gillis, where he lost SNL, but he's not gone. You know what I'm saying? Like. Being canceled, you know, lost him definitely like the dream job, and that sucks a lot of dick. And he got a lot of hate uh, from just a lot of people that didn't know him, which also sucks a lot of dick. But in reality, like, he's still making money. He's still a comedian. He's got his Patreon. He's got his podcast. He do, he's back on the road. So, I mean, like, you can get canceled. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's I not think the it depends. end of the world. On the the degree of it too, well, who you are, you know? yeah, and, and then like, who's involved in the canceling, yeah. I guess. But yeah, but like for me as a comedian, I can get canceled and it'll be fine, as long as I could build up enough. Fall- it's like, like it's I guess it also depends on what you get canceled for, right? So mm-hmm. if you pull a Kramer, and you start spinning around in circles and screaming the n word on right. the fucking stage, right. that I don't think you're coming back from. Mm-hmm. But like if you pull like fucking Chris D'Elia, where he did like some weird kind of gray area like he didn't fuck anybody under 18 but he's also kind of waiting for people to be 18 mm. but that's not uh, illegal. what do they call that and what do, what do the kids call it uh yeah. grooming grooming yeah i don't know why grooming i see why it's gross i don't know that it's illegal because everybody in the world bad baby made a million dollars in six hours yeah and only fans which yeah. means lots of people lots of that. people were waiting for a mm. child to be an adult to want to have sex with them yeah there there's been like countdown clocks for like ariana grande and like miley cyrus and like i think i think the conversation happening while they're kids definitely creeps me the fuck out yeah you know so um, so it depends on uh yeah so like if you do something like that's like uh like what chris D'Elia did it's kind of like yeah, that's kind of gross and pervy, but at the same time, it's like also on behind closed doors, like every dude's kind of doing that to some extent. Mm. Like I'm not looking at children and being like, oh my God, but I've been to like my little cousin's been to graduation and be like, damn, that girl. Oh no, she's definitely a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, there's definitely like kids of all both male and female that look yeah. like they're 
like they'll oh, dude, be they'll be in high school and sophomore. Yeah, they'll be like well, they'll be like in like sophomore in high school, but like they're fucking in college. You know, yeah. it's just like where did this beast come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boonies of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, just doing workouts every single day. So yeah, like for Chris, it's like. I don't know. I'm not mad at him. He took it on the chin. He's back. He's fucking, he's leaning into it. Mm. I don't think you have to be gone forever for that, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But I feel like there was a reason we were bringing all this up to begin with. Besides uh, you just start, how bad you, brought, you started is. with uh, Drew Carey yeah. and how bad he looked. Oh, yeah. Not only is Drew Carey not looking good, but Jeopardy sucks, dude. I used to like Jeopardy as a kid, and now that watched. I watch it, it's lazy. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really genuinely watched Jeopardy. Yeah. I don't know. I've watched quite a bit of it, you know, because like... Game. It's it's cool. It's cool. Like some of it, but it's like it's a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And one of the games was like Plinko, and it's like that's not Jeopardy. Plinko. Plinko's that shit where it's like a board with like a bunch of nails on it, and you drop a ball from the top, and uh, it bounces off the nails and whatever, and then it lands in a slot. You know oh, what I'm usually oh, it's like a pyramid oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and you know, like I whatever. Know that, I didn't know that was called Plinko. Yeah, Plinko. Huh. Um, but it's like that's not a Jeopardy game. That's not guessing prices. That's no. literally just playing Plinko. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. like that's like game a, of chance. Yeah, that's yeah. it's silly. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the prizes are dumb. Like uh, one of the prizes uh, was a trip to Scottsdale, Arizona. Who the fuck wants to go to Scottsdale, Arizona, dude? Uh, nobody. I don't know. The people in, of Scottsdale probably want to get out. I bet most Scottsdaleans are like Californians. Where they're just constantly complaining that they're there and that they want to escape, but they probably don't have <laughs> enough money to escape. And then so they're just stuck there. Like, uh, I mean, is it that bad or is it like the grass is always greener kind of thing? I think uh, Arizona as a whole is that bad. I mean, it's dry, dry it climate. Sucks. Yeah, the yeah, people yeah. fucking suck. The yeah. climate sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Mother Nature hates that place. <laughs> and, you know, I have family in New Mexico. It's the same thing. It sucks. Yeah, trash desert. On, I trash Misery. on New Mexico as much as I'll trash on Arizona, <laughs> but I'll trash on Arizona even more because mm. it is just a southwest shithole. Oh, it is really? a piece of garbage with fucking jalapeno toppings, bro. <laughs> Fuck Arizona, man. Like, I know everybody, like, we like to focus on Florida because it has that, like, law, so that's why we get to see all the cool, uh, weird shit that the Florida man does, but... If they had that thing in Arizona, dude, I'm telling you, it would be way more popping than Florida, dude. Those people are crazy. Yeah. Like Tucson. Tucson is just full of murderers with road rage. Oh. It's just like it's a shithole. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, And I hope I never have to go to Arizona again, and I will. And I'm going to have to probably go there plenty of times, and I'm not going to be happy about it the whole time I'm there. Yeah. Uh... And the thought of, like, being hyped up. On Jeopardy to win a vacation to Arizona, mm-hmm. I would I'd be like, can I pass? Yeah, can I get on a yeah. different episode? Yeah, yeah. Can we trade out states yeah. or something? Yeah. The next the next wonderful getaway location was Portland, Maine. What? I thought I was hoping. Pardon me. I was hoping you were gonna stop at Portland. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, tight. Oh, Oregon would have been kind of cool, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on up in Portland, Maine? You're going to go no, look at some uh, boats at negative 30 degree weather and yeah. pretend you're Canadian? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't really know much about Maine or what There's nothing to they know. have. You know? Maine is the premise of every Steven Spielberg book. Yeah, I guess it's not really a state that... I guess there's many states that we don't really talk about because we're filthy Californians. Well, it's, I think it's... Yeah, well, it's because we got to figure it out here, yeah. man. But, like... We was sort of. I think it's, like, as far as, like, weather, I mean, though. Yeah, like, like geographically. Like, living, but just socially and... Uh, and uh, oh, awful. Uh, 
and uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, how our government works has always just been a shit show. <laughs> oh, the way the way I like to describe people, it's like living here. It's like everybody that lives here wants to leave, and everybody mm. that isn't here wants to be here. Yeah, it was because all the tech. I think if anything, the reason well, to move to California and Hollywood. That's, well, yeah, that that I think, in my opinion, like entertainment you're go, falls you're underneath call tech. That tech. That's you fair. know, that's fair. Yeah, because it's like it wouldn't really be birthed without tech, you know. Per se, yes, um, but Silicon Valley wasn't a thing anywhere near. That's true. That's true. Yeah, towards yeah. when Hollywood was like made. Well, now it is though. For, it is for now for sure. sure. Yeah, Dude, there's yeah, yeah. there's like regular like two bedroom one bath house that are like a million fucking dollars. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like what the fuck, dude? It's like how I you you can get a mansion uh like three times the size uh anywhere else for a million dollars. Dude, and if you, you want to you live in a cornfield, bro. If you want to live in just the middle of some like shit hit like no i'm not even gonna call it shithole but like just some like flyover state that mm-hmm. nobody's really interested in mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah let's say you want to live in like south dakota mm. nobody gives a fuck mm-hmm. you could probably get so much property for yeah, the price dude. of like a urinal here yeah <laughs> like, for a urinal yeah it, yeah for just the bathroom yeah <laughs> it's, it's absolutely awful but I just I couldn't see myself being like hyped up to go to Maine either. No. If, if it was Maine or Arizona, I guess I would choose Maine because just because of the fact that we live on the Pacific right. and it'd be cool to see the Atlantic. But yeah, like other than that, like I mean, I'm sure there's like it's very like small. I don't mean I don't know the, the geography of Maine, but like I'm for some reason imagine like small rustic town kind of thing. You know, probably I would um, I would imagine because it's it's. Very high up north. Yeah, it's the tech. very tip, right? So it's yeah. it's it's basically Canada. Yeah, like they have cities. I'm not saying that they're just fucking no, people in the middle, nothing. You there's know, they, they have they'll have big towns and cities and stuff. Go Portland, <clears throat> but I also just see a lot of uh, more nature. I guess I can imagine Maine being a lot more open, yes. like uh, Canada in the naturey sense. I've never been there, nor have I seen many pictures. But when I think Maine, I think of like a cottage. With uh-huh. snow on it mm-hmm. and like lots of like trees and nature mm-hmm. and like maybe like a, a moose. Yeah. Because a lot of coastline cities. Yeah. And yeah, towns. yeah. A lot of boats. Mm-hmm. A lot of really rich white people. Yeah. A lot of really rich white. They're the only ones who could stand the cold like that because they, <laughs> they, they can afford many heaters, <laughs> many furs. <laughs> or you're just or you're just really fucking resourceful and know how to build shit, you know? Yeah. You live out there. That'd be uh, cool. Because that'd be tight. If I could just build my own home on a coastline somewhere, like just by hand, that'd be wicked. Would that'd you, be so be so down. Would you rather live in like a uh, extreme hot desert like Arizona or an extreme nope. cold place, tundra like fucking Maine? Mm. I feel like I would choose Maine. Because, okay, you know, both of them give you quick access to something dope, right? Like, because in Arizona, you're a car trip away from California. In sure. Maine, you're a car trip away from New York. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, both of them are Mm. in the proximity of something cool. That's a good question. Um, It's just, yeah, would you rather? It's difficult, because the argument that I always hear is that, you know, cold, because you can put more layers on, you can make heat. But I'm like, not always, you know, an extreme cold, you know, like, you didn't have to have, have like, a really big-ass fucking fire. Yeah. Um, Yeah, It's it's easy in California to say, like, I could put on a fucking Mm. cardigan... Yeah, have consistent fuel. Yeah. You know, like if are we talking like sub-zero temperature kind of freezing? I think or Maine just gets there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Kansas gets there, Maine has to get there. Yeah, I mean, if I have like a house, then sure, like heater, blah blah. But if we're talking like just 
like we're building our own homes and everything yeah. like fucking uh all you're on your own motherfucker kind of thing no uh, i'm not saying like then, i'm gonna drop you off in the woods okay. with a hatchet. yeah that's what immediately my mind no went i'm down. just saying like <laughs> somebody like gifts you it's like rubbing mud in my face we're doing this let's say you're like let's go let's say you're <laughs> yeah. let's say you're like gifted your dream property right mm. but it has to be either in fucking maine or arizona and like the pit of probably each. maine i think i'd go for maine too. probably maine yeah because uh, like, i haven't had to deal too much cold being from california i've been in the snow plenty but not that kind of snow right. I, i've been in the kind of like the shitty snow mm. the gross kind of snow where it's just like ice blocks that have dirt and shit on them mm. and like I've been in, like, one snowball fight. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe because I haven't had to deal with that level, I'm a little bit more willing to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I just fucking hate Arizona as a whole. Yeah. I'd be significantly closer to my family, and I wouldn't choose Arizona. <laughs> I would take any st- I would live in Utah way before Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because I know you, so that's why the statement's funnier. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. But, but yeah, no, it's, it's true. Like, uh, Arizona's not fun, bro. No. Like, I, I think... I've been cold and uh, not really miserable. Just yeah. been like I'm just my freezing and that's it, yeah. you know. But I've been like sweating, like dehydrated, passing uh, out. I've had hot heat before. More, more than once. Yeah, yeah, and that is miserable, you know. Yeah. I've been in like fucking sub zero cold yeah. before, you know. It's, not, it's cold, fucking sucks. But I'm not like, you know, kind of wishing I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I wonder what percentage of fat 14-year-olds had heat stroke during football practice their freshman year. I bet it's oh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I remember my first double day in football I had a heat stroke. Mm-hmm. And we were just running. It was part 1. It yeah. wasn't even part yeah. 2 of the double day. Yeah, yeah. I just knew a long day I think was ahead. My favorite thing about cuz I was I was in marching band. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we would the drum I was in the drum line. I had heat stroke and, in marching uh, band. Yeah, yeah, cuz the cuz everyone's assumption is cuz is that oh they're just band kids and they go they just walk up and down it's like yeah but when you play drums and you're holding a 50 to 80 pound big bass drum yeah and then all of a sudden your director says all right go run five laps with your instrument on you you're like huh (laughs) yeah you got what did you just say you got some little fairy runner next to you with a piccolo in his (laughs) hand yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like you motherfucking asshole oh isn't this hell it's like can we take off our drums nope no carry that shit please do not fall and break it yeah yeah Yeah. if you break it you're paying for it too yeah that is kind of a it is kind of like a that's your alternative, right? It's either you're focused on breathing super tough because you're blowing into an instrument, mm-hmm. or you have to lug around a fucking drum. Yeah, you have to have like the back power to hold an eighty pound drum for yeah. six hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez, and man. maintain perfect posture. All I, that bullshit. I gotta say, I think I've said it before, and people don't like it, but marching band was definitely harder than football. I think um, I think football was way more physically taxing on the body mm-hmm. because most definitely as a li- as a big guy I was a lineman as mm-hmm. a lineman you're taking damage because your job is to hit somebody every play mm-hmm. like I remember my coach saying as a lineman you get a hit every play mm-hmm. like that like like that's the fun part it's like this is why you should want to be a lineman is because you get to hit someone every play it's like man do those guys live past 40 or what i don't know if that sounds like a good idea <laughs> no. coach like no either you have concussions after i'm gonna a while. go fucking how about i play in band get away from me sir like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> but like football yeah i would say physically football is really taxing like because of the yeah. injuries yeah, yeah but unless you're like a quarterback or like maybe like a like a what's the who's the guy on the fucking 
the defense that's kind of in charge. Middle linebackers, I don't fucking know either. There's like a there's like a captain that's in charge on the fucking defense too. I just forget who it is. I am definitely a quintessential. Don't know shit about sports. You just put me in line and I'm just gonna shove my fucking skull into somebody and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> like I've, that's all, that's all I know how to do in sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh, a Forrest Gump like. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like it's that's all I know how to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but for a lot of like those positions, that is all you have to do. It's like you know, yeah. grab this and run, hit yeah, something yeah. as hard as you can. Uh, and with band, it's like it was just so much more of like you have to learn how to play this fucking song. Yeah, and you have to learn how to march, and you have to do it right, and because people are looking at your feet, and if you don't do it right, you might barrel over the person in front of you or behind mm-hmm. you, and like there was a lot of trust because of the drum. Because I couldn't see over my drum because it was just big enough to where I had no line of sight. So it was just kind of like one of those, like, everybody's supposed to be lifting their foot up at the same time, moving it forward the same amount of distance, and putting it on the ground at the same time. Mm. So you're trusting that everybody's doing that because if they're not, you're going to plow over someone. Yeah. Because you can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hoping. Yeah. Every March I was just hoping. It's true. It's true. And it was awful because, like, uh, there would be, like, uh, the photographers, like, the professional photographers. Yeah. Or, you know, just parents with, like, a nice fucking whatever DSLR or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, every time somebody would snap a picture of me, it was me struggling (laughs) to, like, kind of peek over my drum. (laughs) Because I was terrified. Yeah, you had to be you had to be aware of your surroundings pretty much like permanently. Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, you had somehow the people to the left and right of you. Yeah, and maintain that five foot spacing like at all times yeah. from all corners. You well, know? Yeah, because well, with the bass, well, especially with like the bass or the drum that you had, like it may be five feet between the people, but that drum's another three mm-hmm. itself. So you're really only like a foot and a half, two feet away mm-hmm. from the person in front yeah. of you. Yeah. So if they slip or don't take a big enough step, yeah, you just, you're gonna be you're, bumping you're them, plowing them, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah you're dude. running them completely over. <laughs> hey, you better hope they can fucking hurts. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, and we're not wearing padding. You know those no. those those uh, metal like uh, fucking keys are gonna go right in the back of somebody's spine. Oh yeah, I remember one time like, this kid Chris Moffat. He was, we were uh, oh yeah 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 we were doing that shit where we Love had that to kid. yeah me too. He's doing great too. Um, but we were doing that thing where we had to just keep playing the fucking song and marching forward on the blacktop mm-hmm. and then running back to the other side <laughs> and then playing it again marching yeah. forward and uh it was like one of those ones where we were running back to the other side and me and chris both were bass drums but he wasn't wearing his and i just like he ran up behind me and i turned around and he ran into it and it floored him oh like he just, yeah like it was one of those like i do I, remember that now i quick turned as he was like yeah. running uh, running up on me and he just fucking boom hit Poor the ground buddy. Yeah. yeah yeah he was tiny uh, he was tall as fuck but yeah. just skinny as hell and uh, i'm that, i'm sure that hurt like hell that must have oh, hurt dude like, he fucking went down because i'm because he just stood right back up and he's like yeah i'm fine right yeah yeah like, he was cool as as moffat does he's like yeah. I'm, I'm cool it's I mean, fine he, he, you know you he's know? the same guy who like left a chunk of his arm on one of the bass drums so oh yeah he like wild f- he like fell wild. when he was yeah. playing it and like rolled over the top of it yeah and then they had a little metal key caught his fucking arm and yeah like took a slice of meat off of him yeah like the skin on and everything is nasty bro uh, so who, who he's like i'm fine just like you're fucking crazy <laughs> who had to take the skin off of the drum did they make him do it i don't remember they honestly I, you probably knowing him probably did it like voluntarily mouth. Yeah, you know? he just, <laughs> yeah he just eats it that's mine <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He's, I regenerate. He's savage, dude. Yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah. Cell from Dragon Ball Z, dude. Yeah, 100%. As long as I eat it, it'll grow back. 
<laughs> he's like a super villain, a uh, secret yeah. lead shit. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, but he was wild, man. That guy, that guy was awesome. Yeah, uh, shout out Chris, bro. He was yeah, really dude. cool, man. He's a good dude for sure. Uh, so we got some stuff going on here. We got some voice messages. Uh, oh boy! Shout out to the Discord and to the people who are using it. Oh, uh, here's all the oh, new. Oh fuck! I'm high as fuck. And I just realized that I mixed up Forrest Gump with Waterboy. Like, ah, that's fine. <laughs> really? Like Gump... I just now. I was thinking about that. Wait a minute. There was a football scene with Forrest Gump though, where he just kind of just takes it and runs forever. Yeah. Or yeah. he runs clear out of the stadium or something like that. It was a good keeps movie. Moving. All right, so we got two voicemails today. First one, actually, of course, naturally, is Bubbles. Yep. First of all. For the Discord, no new users this week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's you difficult, you know, so we, we, we really have to kind of unfortunately spam the fuck out of it to really to get yeah, more people on. I it's, hate being that guy. It's because it's an interactive thing more yeah. than just a, like, you know, just be on it and watch. Yeah, I guess, you know? I, guess so. I am expecting people to just walk in there and have, like, a party, and yeah. that doesn't make any sense. So we got to figure out how to make the Discord better. Mm -hmm. I, right. it, well, it comes from the community. The community really just slowly spreads it over time, That's and then it true. gets bigger and bigger. That's true. If you, you know? guys are listening, if you're the person who's listening to this and you're thinking, like, somebody else will do it, stop it. I need you to be the one. <laughs> uh, you need to be the one who does it. So what he's doing right now, yeah. he doesn't want you to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so we got our first one here. It's from Bubbles again, of course. I bet he's going to say hello because that's all he fucking knows. Fuck Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Dude, fuck Scottsdale. Yeah, that, that caught me off guard. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, right. No, dude. Scottsdale could eat Getting dick. crafty. Okay. Yeah. Bubbles, all right. He didn't like Scottsdale either. We were no. watching Jeopardy together. No. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I was, I literally was like out loud complaining at the TV <laughs> about the fact that Scottsdale is what they were competing for. Yeah. I was like, why? Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd be so mad at Scottsdale as an answer. Like, what kind of budget are you on, Jeopardy? Yeah, you just walk out. Just stop giving people a million dollars or whatever you're doing, <laughs> and then give them better trips. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants a Kia Forte. Just right? too late to redact my signature yeah. for, here. For some reason, <laughs> I look at. Game. For some reason, when I see Kias, <laughs> I just assume they're made out of like some weird hard plastic. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't trust them. It's like they're 3D printed. Like I don't fucking. I'm not gonna bid on that thing. But uh, we got another voicemail here, actually, from the Shine. Oh boy, and it looks like kind of like a, it's got a lot of waves here. Oh boy, I didn't listen to it. He's before just him. screaming in it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Fuck you! No, just <laughs> ah! Oh yeah, <laughs> just one long continuous scream. Let's see what we got here from uh from the shine. This is the shine here, long time contributor, short time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I realized today. That when you get an x-ray, they say it's completely safe, but then they put a huge lead thing over your balls, and then the x-ray tech disappears behind a wall. <laughs> Are x-rays safe, and how do you feel about that? Fuck no. Dude, no, fuck it. When you, when you frame it like that, hell, <laughs> hell fucking no. Yeah. Anything, any protection for your balls when going anywhere should be just red flags everywhere. <laughs> just like, what the yeah. fuck's happening? I remember because my dad's had like so many spine surgeries, and because I've broken a lot of bones, like I've just, I've had a lot of x rays, and he's had a lot of x rays. And I can remember like him making a joke when I was like 14. When I, I think, I don't remember what I broke that fucking year, but uh, uh, I remember him making a joke in the hospital like, oh, no, not me this time. I've been x rayed enough times, I'm see through now. Like, mm -hmm. I don't fucking trust that shit at all, dude. Like, I bet it's horrible for you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, the way he frames it, that the, the yeah. protectors just fucking bounces. They right. do. They it's go like, behind the right, wall. All right, everything's cool. All right, you know, you're you're on your own. You're on your own now. Fuck off. I'm gonna go and hide brain? around here. You know. Well, okay, you've broken it's, this down to me before. So when when you get radiation, it makes your cells begin to like blister and melt, or what is? Uh, it? yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. Actually, we I know we had this conversation a little bit because we were talking about cell towers. Yeah, it yeah. it has something to do with um, um, mutating cells over time and yeah. just like pretty much tearing apart. Um, but I can't. You know, let's actually just look it up. Because isn't know? it? It's, it's like good old internet. It's essentially that's what a microwave Interwebs. is doing, right? Or yeah. Well, uh, no. Well, microwave no. is speeding up the particles um, faster and faster to create heat, pretty much. Um, Which that just sounds like fucking magic to me, dude. I don't understand. Because they're, at all. you know, everything, all all particles and atoms or whatever, are all vibrating to some degree. You know, they move. All right. They're just so small you can't see it. That's fair. And then when you, that's how when, sound works. And when heat is created, it's the result of those particles and atoms just moving faster and faster and faster and faster and just creating friction, you okay. know, and that's what the heat eventually creates. Um, the microwave just makes, specifically just makes it move faster and it creates heat that way. Um, it's fucking weird, dude. Um, I'm sure there's some more specifics to it that I'm missing, but um, what do we, what, x-ray... What? what does radiation do to your cells? Oh, that's right. It causes them to like grow tumors? Is that what it is? Like, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it. And they essentially just fucking... I thought they just like melt, basically. <sighs> oh, yeah. It, it breaks up your DNA and tears up a lot of your um, uh, natural cells, um, which is yeah, that which is what re- um, results in cancer and cardiovascular disease and other health defects and shit. That's fucking terrifying. Dude, yeah. like... I wonder. I wonder if there's like a set limit, you know, like, and everybody else is different. Like, okay, probably. So, like, there's like a, a certain amount of times that you could like get knocked out before you like start developing brain issues, mm-hmm. like CTE and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if there's a certain amount of times you could get like radiated to the point now where it's like the next one makes your nose bleed or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, probably. Right. Um, Fuck. Uh, at least to some degree. How'd they figure that I shit mean, out? I mean, cells do repair in, well, not radiation cells, radiated cells per se, but um, so cell, cells do duplicate cells? and create and stuff and everything. It's true. Yes. Yeah. If, like, if a radiated cell that's not destroyed duplicates that, then cell afterwards has a higher chance of uh, becoming a cancerous cell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, it's. It's yeah, but it's specifically the ones that get um, not damaged at all. If you aren't exposed, theoretically, I'm just shooting darts in yeah, the dark. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just uh, I guess process of illumination. But theoretically speaking, we're men of science. If you uh, had enough cells that weren't damaged and you had t- over time weren't exposed to other radiation, there's a chance that you would be able to still have uh, cancerous cells. But a lot of the healthy cells still have been able to uh, duplicate or, you yeah. know, keep up or something. Yeah. Right. I would imagine you'd have a, a chance. But if you're, there's the fucking annoying ass dog. <laughs> He's so cute. But just goes, fucking kill him. He's part um, of the show now. Yeah, right. Um, I definitely think you probably have a higher chance of just your body collapsing entirely, you know, if you're constantly being fed increments of radiation throughout a year, you Mm -hmm. know, because after a while your body just is just creating cancerous cells and can't keep up anymore. So I'd imagine eventually you just would just fucking pass out and 
shit was like going fucking down. Yeah, you know? literally like down your leg. Yeah. <laughs> you have no control yeah. anymore. Again, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I don't know I'm either, not a man of science or anything. The but The fact that they have to leave the room completely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're giving you a little lead shield for your nutsack, but like it's not like they're standing five feet, ten feet away. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like how much of the whole room is getting fucked? Yeah. Isn't it better? Shouldn't they be covering your head, too, in that case? Like if 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 it's to the point where the guy needs to leave the fucking room, that means okay. I would assume that means that he's probably getting a very tiny amount of radiation. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's going to do this a thousand times a day means that that stacks over time. Yeah. So might yeah. as well don't take one percent if you're going to do a million of these, because that that'll fucking stack. that yeah that or it's like a precautionary yeah or something. You know, but know. that definitely makes me think like. It's it's like is is radiation coming out in waves or is it coming out in like a straight like static beam? I think radiation is waves. Because if it's coming out in waves, that means yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's like a beam, but it's also kind of just shitting out yeah. of the sides as well, right. and filling up the room. So everything in the room should be getting at least a percentage of radiation. So like, wouldn't it be better if they also kind of just threw a helmet on you, or do you think? Because they throw the helmet on you, more people are too are going to be too afraid. Uh, my mind, um, sorry, I'm just typing at the same time. Uh, my mind immediately goes to radiation is energy of waves. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. so it's um, yeah, so if it's waves, that goes back to that. Like, remember when I was really <laughs> dumb and I tried to read that quantum physics book, <laughs> and I was explaining the difference between like uh, when you were the the double slit project, where you know yeah. they they took the two sheets. And the first sheets, they they took the, you know, they bit two big slits Mm -hmm. and they threw a bunch of tennis balls at it Mm -hmm. with paint on them. And then when they moved it back, there was two straight lines where the balls would go through the first sheet to hit the other one where Mm -hmm. there was paint. But when something is in a waveform, it's not going to come out as two straight lines. It's going to cover the entire back canvas. Right. So with radiation, it's going to splatter and cover the whole room. Mm -hmm. It's just, I guess it's wonders how much of that. If splatter it is, yeah, I I wonder, um, if it's like a preca- like again, it's a precautionary in the sense that like your balls are maybe the only thing that's like deliberately sensitive. It could be damaged in this one scenario of doing an X ray, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, that doesn't explain why the person just leaves. You know, maybe they have to monitor, um, like something, or there's they a they gotta like press the buttons, you know, the machine or the, I don't know. You know they well, hit the shutter button. I don't, you know, I don't really ever go to the doctors. I just, mm-hmm. you know, have I'm, you had X-rays? I'm, I'm not. Uh, when I was a baby, you okay. know, when my feet were fucked, it's an awful you know? experience. But uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't really ever had it. Other than like dentist X-rays, you okay. know, I, mean, I haven't really ever had to get the, an X-ray for anything. Those aren't bad, but like X-rays for like broken limbs and shit. Mm-hmm. Like the problem is, is that they need a picture of that broken limb, right? So they have to set it and they have to get it uh, a couple pictures from a couple different spots, mm-hmm. you know. So they'll take like that little whatever fucking iron coin that they put on the table next to you as the reference, mm-hmm. and then they're like, let's say you broke your wrist, so they need to have your your hand like in a karate chop and then palm right. face down and then uh, maybe palm face up. Yikes. So if your yeah, wrist yeah, is yeah. broken, they're moving your arm around a yeah, bunch yeah. to get sure these pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once you move up and it's something like an elbow or a knee, Oof. then your your Oof. range of motion so much shorter 
Right. That that pain is so much more excruciating. Yeah, I bet. I yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck that shit for sure, dude. Fuck, I, I, I don't, don't like that the guy's got to leave the room. That makes me nervous. Yeah, now. it's like, it, again, like, so I haven't had a whole lot. Of, I haven't had any x-rays really since I was a baby. Yeah. Um, do, do they always go behind a wall? Yeah. Like always, always? Yeah. I think in the dentist office, I don't know that mm. they did that. No. But that's nowhere near as high power as a machine either. The dentist office for me, they usually just go over to wherever the fucking click yeah. machine is and yeah. you're like the, the, the dentist office you know? has like the Walmart up and up version of like x ray machines. Right. Like they've got like budget x ray machines, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I guess maybe it's just not as powerful and maybe that's why it's not as sketch. Yeah, I don't know. Because like I didn't go into when I got my last x ray at the dentist, I didn't go into like uh I mean, I went into another room, but it wasn't a sealed room. Mm. It was just kind of like, and like the the chick that was running it was standing next to me the whole time. So she wasn't, she didn't leave. Uh, we didn't have to go into like a vault. But I've every hospital x-ray, the machine is like huge. And that dude definitely leaves the room. Yeah, they have like a fucking, there's a room within it as if you did like a dead room in a studio or whatever you call that shit. Right. What's that called? When you build a room within a room for a studio? Oh, it's just you're uh, soundproofing a room. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just yeah, it's because that's the that's without getting into it, that's a whole other topic. But that's the only true way to completely silence and soundproof a room because treating a room is just treating the ambient um, frequencies and the ambience in a space. Yeah, and soundproofing is the literal prevention of uh, of sound coming in or out. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and building a room within a room is really the only way to completely do that unless you have like a warehouse that can do a bunch of other Cause, shit yeah because you, know? you have so many waves to break mm -hmm. and those those lower frequencies are so much stronger yeah uh that you need more things mm -hmm. to break them up or else they're gonna escape yeah and that's why you have bass traps in the corner which are usually just really big foam uh things that just wedge into the corner of a room yeah. because bases when the frequency hits the wall it splats, as you know, because it's a waveform, yeah. and then specifically the way it hits is it drags in, uh, to the corners of a room, mm -hmm. you know, and it collects there. Um, there's more science to why that happens. I'm not too sure, but I know that that's specifically what low-end frequencies do, so that's why bass traps always go in the corners. Uh, I mean, I would imagine, I'm not obviously, like, any more educated than a high school degree diploma, but I would imagine it's because... If it's all traveling, then it's all gonna, and everything is pointing to a direction like it would be in a corner, mm -hmm. and that's where everything would meet. If it's like mm -hmm. rolling, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. I mean, I could see why it would all collect into a corner. Yeah, because the higher frequencies are easier to break and they're yeah. thinner. So, they just kind of just stop and they pierce through a wall more since they're so tight, yeah. you know? But the lower they don't ones go are very like far. Spreading and mm -hmm. bouncing and yeah, yeah, yeah pushing mm -hmm. through. Like, it's like if you were to like try to. No, that's not a good analogy. I was thinking about like this. That would, doesn't make sense. I was thinking about like water. Mm. Trying to push water when you have a little bit of air. The water will always move around the air. But, uh, mm. it, you know, yeah. I'm yeah, fucking... Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I fucking was trying. Dumb. I was trying. <laughs> no, it didn't make <laughs> no, any dude, sense. No, dude, you, 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 you are correct with the with how the frequencies work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that you're dumb. No. Yeah, 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 that yeah, is yeah. that is the correct way to think of uh, of how uh, audio frequencies hit against like services, that's right? Fair, you fair. know, so, you know... Uh, analogies are all just fucking we're not poets so, yeah that's you know. true <laughs> <laughs> alright but yeah fuck dude uh, okay but here's the thing okay so even if an x-ray is sketch the guy puts the thing on your nutsack he goes into yeah, a, he goes into a shelter to work the machine still you're still not gonna say no 
to an x-ray. Right. Because if you're getting an x-ray, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> you just kind of have to even... Now you just have to accept this. Yeah, you just deal with it. So if anything, The Shine is a bad person for bringing this up. What? Well, because now everybody that's going to get an X-ray is going to think about <laughs> is going to think about quantum physics and waveforms and how they're getting radiated. They're, put, they're putting five G in my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just started. This is the fucking Infowars. <laughs> brought to you by Thickness in the Shine. <laughs> that's good though. I never really thought about that. So that's a good point. I for never sure. fucking thought about that shit either. I, I do. I do enjoy how you frame that, especially too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, they put it on your balls. They do and put then, it right on your and fucking then balls. They leave, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, well, I wonder. They probably didn't put it on balls for a while, and then there was like a surplus. I wonder, like the first year people started getting X-ray, that there was like a huge surplus of like mm-hmm. people that were mentally handicapped being born and shit, or radiated, <laughs> or just fucked up some way. Yeah, or just you know, probably people with testicular cancer. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why you, why you gonna go immediately to like their children are retarded? Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> straight for mutants. That's what I like to think. I'm going deeper. <laughs> I don't like thinking about ball cancer. It sounds horrible. Yeah, because that's probably the most likely scenario, unfortunately. (laughs) Bro, okay, let's talk about some likely scenarios. So I was out on a hike Uh this week. Not a hike. I always say I go on a hike, and it's really I'm just going to a big park. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking, Mm -hmm. I'm not climbing the trails of the fucking Appalachian. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's just I'm a, I don't think most people are doing that. No, I don't think most people are either when they say they're going on a hike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think we're all just going on walks, but we're from California. Appalachians? Hell. <laughs> yeah. State park. Nature park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driveway. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, no. I, I, But, like, so I'm out there. I'm at this really nice park, and it's kind of like, it's like the park isn't huge, but it's it's all on this hill. And uh, there's like 20 trails, not 20, there's like 10 trails. Mm-hmm. And they're all going up this hill to the top, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of get to like play around climbing up and down a hill all day. That's cool. And yeah. And uh, I saw what looked like a golden retriever mixed with like a Dotson, like a wiener dog. Wait, hold on, sorry. One more time? Say yeah, that again? Yeah, exactly. You should be fucking skeptical and confused. I saw a golden retriever look mixed with what looked like it must have been a Dotson, like a wiener dog. Oh, it was you a know, Dotson body. I have seen those before, actually. Yeah, it's a Dotson body. It's mm-hmm. real low to the ground and long, mm-hmm. tiny little legs. Golden retriever head. Mm-hmm. And that sounds weird. I've seen cuter versions of that. Somebody has to help them fuck, is but. what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Those two aren't going at it on their own. Because one, here's the thing. All right, so let's say Golden Retriever is the man and Wiener Dog's the lady. Yeah. That's way too low down. He's not getting in there. I mean, I think you underestimate how horny dogs are, bro. I guess if, like, the Wiener Dog's a dude... If the wiener dog's a dude, I guess he could mount the golden dude, retriever. Some dogs like just don't down. give a fuck, dude. They'll sit there until they finally get in. They'll oh, dry yeah, hump they'll, until they finally thrust fucking, in yeah, once. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They'll just come on the back of their fucking it's like, it's like a It's like a switch. They just kind of assume the position, and then their just body just starts fucking moving, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you how do you see your wiener dog going at it with so a golden retriever and not stop it, though? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, seriously. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Seriously. <laughs> I don't know about all this. You guys need to calm down. This is too much for sure. I mean, because like my mind for quickly went to like the thought of somebody thinking that was cute, mm-hmm. 
and then hold, what, holding watching animals fuck. No, like oh. somebody thought of the idea of like a a wiener dog golden retriever hybrid, and then then I thought like, well, that means they would have to like okay. scoop their hand under the lower half of the wiener dog <laughs> to get it up to height for uh. the golden retriever. <laughs> And then, like, you know, just, like, petting the well, gold retriever do, if it's throwing pipe into the I think they do that for horse, too. Horses, I think that that's a... Isn't that artificial insemination? Don't they just jerk off the horse and then throw the fucking I've, cum I've in with, like, I've seen people do that, too, but I also, I've also seen fucking uh, people literally just, like... Oh, they help line a, it up. Well, yeah, they literally yeah. just, like, guide... All right, big guy, you know, it's just cup more, feet, out, yeah. cup, cup more feet forward. Yeah, it's just big old hard dick. Little to the right, little to the left. Yeah, yeah. He's just freaking out because he's, like, he's pumped full of whatever bullshit. Because uh, they, they definitely... Uh, like, yeah, it's breeding horses. They, yeah, they yeah. set up the day for sure. Uh, I know that, like, uh, like farmers... Maybe not. I mean, it was just the fucking wild YouTube video I was watching, but they had like this. Um, uh, what is it? The um, are these the rabbit holes you go down? In what YouTube? are they? What are they called? These are the many things that go down on YouTube. <laughs> um, but the, what is it called? Where like the is it the stud? No. Yeah. yeah is it the stud? Is what yeah, they call yeah, the, whole, yeah. the male horse? Uh, I think the female is like the mare. Yeah, and so they were Stallion. they were a pair, and I guess like they like had the whole like where they would see each other every fucking day for a month and build like the fucking tension that's, and that's shit, adorable, you know. Yeah. So that way that well that way so when they are ready to go fuck, you know, that it's not a fucking ordeal that they can just get it over with. They don't yeah, have to yeah, coerce yeah. them into shit, you yeah. know. Um, but I mean, like, I I don't know if they do the fucking. Do they like literally just fucking whack off a fucking horse and they all right here you go buddy like, this is your husband's bullshit you know and yeah. then make a baby that way yeah they I mean do, that I makes think they sense do that with cows too it's probably more efficient honestly yeah. dude imagine with cows like how much damage uh, could be done in that act yeah god damn because their too big. Leg, their legs are so skinny and their mm. bodies are so big like, yeah. I like, like, I don't know. Something about like cows. It's an and, odd topic that we have transcended onto. So, something about cows and horses, though. Like, I just like their legs are so skinny that I feel like it's almost always over for them. Yeah. Like every time I see a horse fall, I assume that horse is now dead. Every time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every time. Yeah. If I see a horse fall, yeah. I'm like, yep, its legs broken. Somebody's gonna have to shoot it in the face. And then it gets up, and I'm just like always amazed. <laughs> like, whoa, this horse is fine. Yeah, right on. Maybe he knows he's gonna be shot, and he's walking it off. Yeah, it's like when you see those um, uh, trained horses for movies and shit, you know. Yeah. And then uh, there, you see the ones that like eat shit that they have to do it a couple of times, I and they that. fall, yeah, fall, yeah. and stuff. You're just like, how can this horse like just do this? Like yeah. consistently just slam into another horse, and then just probably honestly, there's a big issue with that. I imagine somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's, that's the Milo but, and Otis clause. You got to go yeah. film in Japan or yeah. something. <laughs> Yeah, you have, to, you have to go where it's okay to just slaughter animals for the sake of art, <laughs> dude. I remember when Katie told me about Milo and Otis. That was one of the saddest and funniest days. Of my <laughs> can we look up the numbers of how many animals died in Milo and Otis? Yeah, I know it's significantly more cats, but I know that a lot of animals had to die to make that very cute movie. Um, let's see. Twenty kittens were killed during its production, and one cat's paw was intentionally broken. That's pretty dope. What about the pugs? How many uh, pugs died? Let's Did see. the pugs survive it? Wasn't there a pug versus bear fight scene? <laughs> <laughs> How many pugs did they feed to that bear until it was sufficed enough what to do movie? a scene? Hold on. Oh my god. Twenty. So oh, that one says about thirty. Where? Where? Uh, that the one that you oh. hovered over IMDb. Yeah. 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 Whoa! We need to get some video going for this show so people can see what we're looking at. Yeah, it's true. Uh, 
About 30 kittens were killed during the shooting, and the most terrible thing is that most of them were killed deliberately. deliberately. Yeah, because I think there's a scene where, like, the cat falls off, like, a waterfall. And, and they all follow follow it? or No, I think they just, they just uh, to get the scene, they threw a cat <laughs> off of a waterfall. Th- some sick fuckers wanted to throw 30 kittens off of a waterfall. That's what it was, dude, because, like, they didn't, they didn't CGI any of it. Like, there were scenes where they're, like, walking through snowstorms. And, like, they just did that. They just made the animal walk through a fucking snowstorm as, like, a kitten. And then it would just die. And they'd just be like, well, you know, get the box. You know what I'm saying? You That's just grab wild. another one. And then, yeah, there's definitely a scene where, like, I'm pretty sure it's the cat falls off the waterfall. And they had to just keep throwing cats off the waterfall to get the shot. Yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, I'm sure that there is art. many... <laughs> 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 oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, distasteful. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's many like uh, agencies that deal with this shit now for like, like movie animals and shit. You know? Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm not, sure it's way different nowadays. Now, well, this was '86. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's so awesome, dude. Our whole generation loved a movie that was awful and just ruined everyone's uh yeah uh, i hope somebody, I, I'm, I'm, I hope somebody care. yeah i hope somebody was listening to this episode and didn't know that shit yeah and yeah. you and i hope that they really loved that movie and now yeah. they're just second guessing all everything they have known yeah that or they still love it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah if you still love that movie you're you know you, you might be crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, fuck dude all right so let's see what else we got on the list here Oh, okay. So this is dope. I was reading David Goggins' books, and by reading, I mean I was listening to the audiobook. Because reading is for fucking people who don't have shit to do. (laughs) I wish I could read more consistently. I just don't have the attention span for it. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, you get smarter by reading, physically reading, moving your eyes across the page. Sure. But also, it's like, you don't have anything else to do that you could sit here and commit hours to this book? Yeah. I mean, you can't multi. Here's the thing. If you're watching TVs for hours, that's not great for you. No. But you can multitask. Sure. There's no multitasking with a book. Some people try to walk while reading. I think that that is dangerous as fuck. Mm. I think that's as dangerous as riding a bike. Mm. Because just like mm-hmm. like as a bike, you can fall down at any time. And by going that fast, there's potentially quite a bit of damage you can do. Right. So there's the danger in bicycling. But for the most part, you'll go out a th- hundred times and probably only get hurt once. Reading and walking, I think your chances of getting hurt are higher. Because mm-hmm. where I don't think you're not going to make some crazy impact going 35 miles per hour down a hill. I think you're way more likely to walk into traffic or to another person or a person on a bicycle. I mean. Because if it's a good book, I mean, you're supposed to get immersed. Right. But also, we're we're looking at this from a perspective of not consistent readers. Yeah, and that's I knew true. people who literally can read like four hundred page books in like two days. You yeah. know, like and uh, and the way that they read is like more natural to them, so that they're maybe they're able to kind of comprehend what they're reading while also still being aware of surroundings. You know, like I would need to be on the side of like being a very consistent reader. Yeah, you know, to really know what that's like you know because yeah. there's but, like i mean if I you mean, think about it we're all consistent readers right but not not like bookworms you know there yeah. I, I definitely knew people that like it's it's way different you know like it's it's their version of 
of listening to something where we can listen to a TV show and comprehend it while doing other things. Yeah. They can like skim through an entire page, still comprehend it and be aware of their surroundings, you know. Do so, you think I don't know your average seventeen year old today has read more than most philosophers? Average? Yeah. No. Not through Facebook statuses and Twitter. Oh, if and you're talking comments. like reading as I'm like overall words, yeah. Um, I think your average person reads more than any bookworm before the internet. Probably, purely honestly. based on just the yeah. fact that you're always staring at a screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't say uh, they're as. Um, I'm not saying they're as intelligent. Well, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I don't think they're like academically in, like more consistent readers. But no, but like I think as a definitely as, as a people, we're yeah. all you know reading quite mm-hmm. a bit more. Uh, but fucking, why was I bringing up? I don't. Why was I hating on reading? Oh no, I was hating on reading because I just I can't read while I'm at work. Oh I'm yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah, fair. You know what I'm saying? So I can audiobook all day. Yeah. So I was listening to David Goggins' book, uh, trying oh, to pull the man, a, dude. First of all, that he's guy's, crazy. That guy's nuts. He's fucking insane. That guy's fucking literally nuts. Yeah. He went through uh, whatever it was called, boot camp for the Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. It's got an actual word for it, though. MEPS? I don't remember. He went through that shit three times. I think, isn't MEPS when you, where you go to get your uh, physical and health shit and everything? I don't remember. Oh. Honestly, because the reason I brought this up is because I was listening to the book, and the book was good. But then the man came out with the book. The man. The fucking man, Seth Rogen. Oh, shit. Okay. He came out with an audio book. Nice. On the 14th Friday. Nice. Uh, and I immediately downloaded it and stopped listening to David Goggins. <laughs> on the spot. Because David Goggins is cool, but he's all shock value. You know? It's, it's like, like, I get that he's a superhuman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dude's wild. that's not relatable. No. It's more just, yeah, like, like you said, like I'll, I'll give it to shock value because he's incredibly impressive but at the mm-hmm. same time it's like dude i'm not doing that right i'm not running a hundred miles on two broken legs you savage yeah you are I, not a human i love his message of be better do better you know yeah, like don't take I, motivation yeah from do better yeah just yeah. just motivate yourself i be i hard. value that 100 percent. as far as not even just being hard just just yeah motivate yourself you yeah. know be driven you know that i vibe with for sure but uh, all the motherfuckers out there that are like, oh yeah, Dave Goggins, my uh, I model my life after him. I'm gonna be a fucking marine. I'm like, you are such a fucking pansy, and I can already tell. You're never like, gonna be fucking Dave like, Goggins. That's not like, even a human. It, like if you're using him as an anchor, yes, that's like I, you can use his influence. But if that's all you talk about and that's all you're gonna be, it's like yeah. I can already tell that you're just gonna you're gonna bitch out and like you yeah. know because it's not your own found dr- uh, drive Plus, like, it's those, somebody else's drive those people don't understand like the amount of trauma that had to come to create <laughs> a david yeah Goggins. yeah yeah that man david Goggins doesn't come much. from a, yeah like you don't get that from just like a well-sustained family environment mm-hmm. you get that from when your dad's a pimp yeah that runs a nightclub and beats your family yeah and, like like uh no he's a fucking superhuman mm-hmm. I, I admire the hell out of him but at the same yeah. time I don't relate to him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I can't. I want to. It would be cool if I could. I do not. Yeah. And I have so you know I have soldier friends that love David Goggins and they do and good for them. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Not me. I relate to Seth yeah. Rogen. Mm-hmm. I much more relate to Seth Rogen, uh, uh, an actual human being that smokes pot and likes to laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, his book was so great. I'm not done with it, but I'm almost done with it. And uh, it's so good because it's an audio book only, and it has a cast. So oh. I already kind of knew quite a bit about Seth Rogen 
from interviews because mm-hmm. he's just he's just one of the greats. And uh, like uh, a lot of people didn't know, like Super Bad was ba- it was based on his life in high school. Mm. So he was actually Jonah Hill. But oh, by the time by the time they they made that script when they were young, mm-hmm. by the time it was actually getting produced, he was too old to play that character. That's sure. why he played the cop in Superbad. Sure. But his friends were actually named Evan and Fogel mm. in high school. Mm. And uh so the book is kind of like it's an autobiography called Yearbook. And because Superbad and Good Boys and all that shit is loosely based around his life, mm-hmm. Listening to his life story is like if Superbad was a series. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, okay. It's as somebody took you through Superbad, but all the way from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously much more because he's not just that. But like, it's just so cool to like. And then like some of the other things, like uh, uh, Eight Mile, he read for the part of Cheddar Bob, <laughs> which is hilarious. And so mm-hmm. did Jason Siegel. Mm-hmm. And him and Jason Siegel both. Uh, they both had to audition for Cheddar Bob, and they had to, to audition for the part. They had to bring in somebody to read for the lines of Eminem. So it was Jason Siegel and Seth Rogen pretending pretending to be Detroit rappers uh, to do this audition, and they kept making each other laugh mm. every time they would speak to the point where they excused themselves from the uh, audition and left. And I fucking love that. I love it because, one, I love hearing when a movie from our childhood or whatsoever that I liked, who could have potentially been in the role, who was in the audition room for that. Because, mm. like, you know, it's like when you, like, most people, like, the best example is, like, oh, Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek. So right. That's fucking dope. Like, then you, you get to imagine, like, oh, what if Farley was Shrek? When I think of, like, what if Seth Rogen was Cheddar Bob? It just would have never yeah. worked. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can't see Seth Rogen angry for one. Mm-mm. He couldn't I don't think he could have pulled off the fro. I think he probably uh. I probably I'm sure they would have made him skin cap or shave it down. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he wouldn't have been like Cheddar Bob was, you know, he was kind of funny and bouncing around, but mm-hmm. Seth Rogen's a whole different kind of funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a different energy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. His vibe he puts off is definitely a um I'm not sure would fit for yeah. sure, you know. Then, but I mean, then again, like uh, that's acting in a nutshell is generating, creating a different vibe and yeah. energy in general. You yeah, know? and uh, so. it was just a, it was such a good book that I wanted to bring it up on the show because nice. like it just came out, so a lot of people don't even know yearbook? about book. It. It's called Yearbook. Yeah, mm. it's only an audiobook. Nice. And then uh, because like you know they'll be like when he's he's just he's telling his life story, so for little scenes that'll be like you know. Uh, I said this, this person said this. He actually has a cast who are doing those voices. And like Just for tight. the cast, he had Tommy Chong, nice. he had Jason Siegel, nice. he has Nick Kroll, yeah. uh, and a lot of other people too. So it's just like, it's 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 a book and he's narrating the book, but mm-hmm. occasionally there's a scene in the book where a character is coming across another character and then all of a sudden you get to hear a voice of somebody that you already know and you're like oh that's fucking cool is that fucking was that nick kroll like like he talks about going to like a nude beach to buy pot and like they find this old hippie who's naked wearing nothing but a fanny pack nice and like the guy's all leathery and old and he's a pot dealer and then the voice is tommy <laughs> chong his I mean, pot is in the fucking it's fanny, in the fanny pack, pack of course it says he's covering the top third yeah. of his dick yeah oh yeah, it's yeah. funny as fuck but, but then yeah you get to so there he's describing the fucking <laughs> 
this old hippie and then the hippie speaks and it's tommy chong and you're like oh fuck dude yeah tommy chong is the hippie that's fucking dope yeah like, yeah, yeah good yeah. for you seth rogan yeah yeah he knows his cast for sure i think it's one of those things where like uh like edward norton too so mm-hmm. edward norton had that movie motherless brooklyn hmm. and a lot of people including like bruce willis worked for cheap if not free on that movie Mm. because edward norton was always such a nice guy and always said he one day he was gonna have a movie that throughout his career he ran into all these people and they said like oh well one day you'll make that and i'll come work for you for like free Mm -hmm. so like i feel like seth rogan is just like one of those awesome guys to where people were like itching to just come do this three or four word part in his audiobook Mm. You know what I'm saying? Probably for free because it's only a couple words. Like, I don't think Nick Kroll pressed Seth Rogen for a hundred grand Probably to not. read five words. I think he was just like, what? I get to be in this with for you, dude? Of course. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's or, a friendship kind of thing. Or at least we'd like to hope. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we, we will never know for sure, right? True. But True. it'd you'd be like nice. To, you'd like to hope that, like, because especially with comedy, right? Mm. Like, when you try to get your friends... Like when your friends start getting careers and they start getting skills and therefore if you need that skill, you go to that friend because for one, you get to put money in your friend's pocket, potentially under the table, no taxes. And two, because if your friend is helping you out, it's probably going to be a little cheaper for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to something like comedy, it's like you're just going over there and telling jokes. You know, like you're just you're saying some ha ha's. And especially sure. when it comes to just like reading something, a voiceover that you didn't even have to create yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy to me to think of even wanting money for that. Yeah. If it's for like a friend, especially. Yeah. Just being yeah, like, yeah. like, like if, like, if, if I'm a plumber, or no, let's say like I have a plumbing issue and my buddy's a plumber, I'm not expecting my plumber buddy to come over and fix it for free. And therefore, if I was a plumber and he needed a, an issue fixed, I wouldn't expect that I'm going over there to fix it for free mm-hmm. because that's not how this works. Right. But when it comes to like comedy, I don't know, it just seems so weird because it's like, what are you really doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Like if you're giving somebody your jokes that aren't on a special and it's going to be recorded and put out to the world. Sure. Then now those jokes aren't as crisp or new. Therefore, people may have heard them already. And then mm-hmm. that's a deterrent. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like, can I read? Can you help me out by reading six lines in this audiobook for me? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'd hope that you'd just be like, yeah, dude, I'll just do that. Like, it's only going to take me like 20 minutes out of my day, and I yeah. fucking love you. Like, let's go. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, when, Even when it if comes it takes to, an hour. When like, it comes to like a friend-friend thing, you know, homie to homie, I would for sure agree. And that's I mean, why, like, Seth Rogen's so nice. That's why I think all these people were probably just did it. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, though, like, doing that for a job, you know, getting paid, as you say, like, getting paid for it, you know, outside of friends, the the, the voice acting in, in general, whether it's for comedy or an ad or a game or whatever the fuck, you know, um, that shit is extremely demanding, you know. I don't, yes. It is a lot of fun, don't get me wrong, you know, but I think people forget that, it is that is a very very not only difficult job because you have to be the master of your own voice and yes. be able to take the, a, a single line and flip it, twist it, change it up tonally. You know, slow down your uh, um, your pacing. Your diction has to change in certain scenarios. Like, um, and you do it over and over and over and over, and you just keep fucking grinding it out. You know, and after a while, dude, that shit gets fucking draining. You know, yeah, because um. 
it's just something that you have to kind of experience, you know? Because it's one thing when you're just fucking around having fun and you're kind of doing it inconsistently, it doesn't matter. But when you have to, like, like actually lock in um, and you're trying to do something for a product, you know, um, that's when I just definitely put in the respect for voice actors for sure. And, like, they uh, the pay that they get is uh, definitely worth it because usually the yeah. people who get high-quality work, you know, that get paid for games this high mainstream stuff you know they um they usually are not only have unique voices you know but are like extremely consistent in Mm -hmm. studio work and like sitting there having the game or whatever your voice acting to on a screen and they're taking directions from a director as they're you know acting you know but then but then what do you think about like the actors who will do voice acting on the side and Mm -hmm. they love it because of like how much easier it is for them yeah they're not Mm -hmm. necessarily having to bend and play characters as much though because Mm -hmm. they probably get to come on as themselves yeah more yeah i actually um i actually have watched an interview about Mm -hmm. that uh where the uh, actors who have become voice actors and vice versa talk about that yeah and it the consensus really was that it's they're almost two completely different animals and it's like having to learn how to skateboard versus riding a bike you know same kind of locomotion same kind of mentality wheels but yeah but how it's applied is actually vastly different and um i can't remember there was he's like this b-list actor but he was talking about how um he was uh went to go do voice work for a little bit on the side too thinking that it would be a nice break and finding that he had to completely reevaluate how he read lines because all the acting is in the voice and it's in the expressions and it's in yeah, how yeah. you say things and he's just like oh i thought i could just walk in and just say shit you know but it's really so it's again it's like it's acting without com- the actor yeah 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 exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. it's comparable yet at the same time like a just it's different you know mm-hmm. so um yeah man i i respect voice actors a lot just because um having to come up with a new way of saying something over and over again and keep it interesting you know for all of your gigs that you do whether it's a character or um just a regular ad you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's just fucking taxing after a while yeah. you know i don't know already i can't imagine doing that every day for a life you but know? then we compare that to a plumber and i would rather be right. a voice actor well, of every course single day. of course it's entertainment yeah. you know yeah. entertainment has glamour to it yeah. you know um actually i take voice acting over most things in entertainment mm-hmm. yeah i you wouldn't come on, that'd be really chill first of all you get to be famous without being famous Nobody's gonna know what you look like for the most part unless they're really into it. Yeah, you'd have you have actual dedicated fans, and then just yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, know, like everybody loves SpongeBob. Nobody's mm-hmm. pointing out that Steven Hilberg or whatever mm-hmm. his name was. Rest in peace. I think he's been dead. Yeah, obviously, that's like of course. You know, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. everybody's gonna choose the entertainment world beyond over everything. No, you I'm know? talking about in so. the entertainment world specifically. But yeah, I mean, but you were you were comparing between plumbers and voice actors. Oh well, yeah. Right? If it's yeah. labor over voice actor, you're mm-hmm. going fucking easy. Voice actor, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. But I'm saying if it was voice over voice actor over actor, I think mm-hmm. I'd still go voice actor. Me personally, because I would want my agency. You know, mm-hmm. I would want my privacy and stuff like that. Um, I know a lot of people. Where I would probably take actor, though, because people want that spotlight. They, yeah, they want the fame. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. the again the glamour but again i also think people really we're all just so special. we're so well we're so used to seeing the glam you know again i keep saying it but they the exciting part of entertainment you know yeah. um and especially being an actor you know like an, an actor like a i don't want to say a real actor because voice actors are actors too but a live action actor whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. you want to call it um 
they uh these motherfuckers have to work hard bro you know like depending on what movie you're in show yeah. you're in you know like the, you gotta the be behind a, the scenes if, if you're like specific roles if you want to be a lead you got to be in incredible shape mm -hmm. well also like uh the memorization process of like your lines and knowing how to like you you should be able to it's like reading a book and then yeah. somebody saying a page and you knowing immediately what's on that page you yeah. know that level well, of memorization also you know. just imagine right now somebody told you like you need to be zero percent body fat mm -hmm. on top of all this other shit well i think it depends like, on the movie well yeah but like yeah. if you're gonna be a lead Mm -hmm. We gotta sell these movies, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting a fucking lead. You know what I'm saying? I could be funny, fat guy, side character, hilarious, great. Mm -hmm. Maybe people like me more than the lead. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be the lead, you gotta be. You gotta be pretty fuckable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Unless the theme is how not fuckable you are. Right. I think again. I think it just depends on genre at that point. Really. You know. Um, okay, I guess not horror movies because horror movies is about budgets, and it's and more about the producers murdered. and directors. <laughs> It's less about the actors, right? Because actors, I think with horror movies, like I've heard that directors usually start in horror and porn because it's the lowest budget. And because you don't, it's not about the actors, you can hire newer, younger actors. Mm -hmm. So I guess not in that. But if it comes to, I mean, everything else, I mean, you got to be pretty fucking hot, right? Mm. Can you imagine if Tom Cruise is just like a pudgy dude? He's not doing Mission Impossible. Yeah, I I have to like uh, think through on some yeah, of the games because yeah, yeah. I can't pull any top of my head. Think but of a genre. I also where, like, can't. It think doesn't of, matter if the lead is attractive. I also just can't think of any movies that I just where it's not didn't. full of attractive people. Well, we're also just where it's full of uh, not attractive people in general. You yeah. know, like yeah. Um, but vice versa, I also don't remember. Well, because we don't like, want to look at unattractive people. Well, it's like, I guess I never really thought about it, but I also don't, I'm not ever watching movies and going, like, oh, that person's attractive. It's just, you know, I'm just watching the movie, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but if somebody was so, butt-ass ugly, you would definitely notice it. I mean, if, yeah, if they were doing a slow pan up on the fucking shot and showing up, oh, that's fat motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It got rolls, yeah. man. You know, like, yeah, of course. Where's that guy even you know? looking? But I'd be like, I think the, the, it depends on how you shoot it, you know, yeah. how what the involvement in the scene is, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I, I think there's a little more to it than, yes, I think you're right. There is, like, you got to have a, a sexy lead and everything in order to, because sex sells, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I think there there is a little bit of puzzle nuance to it as well, like well, presentation and. I think uh, I think it's like, I think it's like this, right? Pretty much anybody could probably be a, a shitty actor. Yeah. Right. Anybody mm -hmm. can at least remember enough lines, if they if you told them their life depended on it. Yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? So. When you come, when it comes down to everybody can at least remember the lines, you're coming down to two things really: charisma mm -hmm. and attractiveness. Mm -hmm. So now, if it's coming down to two people that are both very charismatic, and one's way more attractive than the other, I think probably you're gonna go with the more attractive one mm -hmm. because just that's another selling point. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why we see everybody's at the top is because like it's not probably that crazy hard to get good at acting. Yeah. If 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 your life depended on it, you get good at good at acting. Yeah. Like like if I told you, 
I need you to get down to 0% body fat, but also this contract is worth millions of dollars. You're going to get down to 0% body fat. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to spend the money and hire somebody yeah, yeah. to do, get you there. But also yeah. just imagine the work alone that that takes is yeah. what my whole point was. Yeah, like, yeah. Just the thought, like, because never mind blocking, never mind memorizing all the lines mm-hmm. or fucking... The actual long work days of it. Yeah. sitting on a set doing absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. or, or if you're everything. a lead, you're doing everything all day. Mm-hmm. You have to stay on top of that, but but also you're miserable because yeah. you're, you're not yeah. eating and you're yeah. exercising. Fucking yeah. double days. You have to assume a different persona entirely. Yeah, you don't get to be yourself. Despite and being then, upset, dude. And then think about that: if you're an actor and everybody loves you, they don't love you. They love the characters you were playing. Yeah, people don't love Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. I admire him as an actor very much, but I don't know him as a fucking person. Right. I don't know what he's like. I don't right. know who, who he would be if he and I were in the same room. I love Tony Stark. I think that guy's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, his character in Charlie Bartlett. So I, I feel like every actor must know to a certain extent that that love isn't for them. I mean, yes and no. You know, I think it depends on the mentality of the person. If you're, if you're a legend... Mm-hmm. Then people probably love you. Mm-hmm. People like Bill Murray. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'll, I'll give it to Robert Downey Jr. But if you're somebody who's had like one character, like let's say one, mm-hmm. you're fucking uh, James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. You're fucking your Darth Vader. Yeah. People don't love James Earl Jones, bro. They yeah. love Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if, if you're if you've only had one big role and it was big enough to acquire you fame, there must be like a empty feeling in that. Probably. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also... They don't love you, they love Corky, or whatever your fucking name was. I mean, yeah. I guess it depends on, again, mentality of the person, you know? Like, uh, if that's something they care about, then probably, Well, that's why they're there. Of course they care about it. They're narcissists. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe. Well, to to put yourself on... And that level of spotlight, you mm-hmm. must crave attention. That, or you're just fucking a savant when it comes to acting. It's well, like yeah, there. I, I just, I, 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 I definitely feel the desire for the passion of the art. You know, yes. like uh, doing have do, having done theater. I didn't do I you know me I don't I don't really enjoy being in front of a camera you mm-hmm. know like I say I don't hate it yeah. if you give me lines to make do a character I'm like I'm gonna fucking nail it you know yeah, yeah but I'm not chasing after a spotlight you know I I liked the acting the theater aspect personally mm-hmm. um, from the art side of it you know I like I enjoyed assuming a persona that I was not you know yes. it was a freeing in a sense right because yeah, yeah, yeah. for me it's like a switch you know like if you're like oh Thomas go do this funny act with this character I'm gonna be like uh, just give me some time you know but if you shove me out on the stage and just just go and people are eyes on you know like it's like it just turns on like you just transform into a different person you know yeah um, but, but here's the thing and Here's the thing, though, is like you've experienced it, mm-hmm. and you didn't go for it as your life, dream, True. and career. True. So, like, I feel like if you were to really enjoy the art, like which both of us do, because I really enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, to really want to put yourself in that spotlight, you're gonna have to want that attention. Yeah. Because I feel like if you don't want that attention, you just won't do it. You'll go your your route mm-hmm. and find your way into the industry that's not in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. But to be want to be in front of a camera, I think you have you kind of want to be there, right? 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 Yeah. So I mean, you want attention. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. I don't know. I think we'd have to. I think what sounds like we need to go find ourselves uh, somebody who is an actor. That's oh, uh, if they're 
That's, you know? Yeah, that's gonna be a fucking like pain not, in the ass. Not, not if like it's a young actor, they're gonna be a total cunt and then yeah, they're I, fucking we, we need to find somebody who has a couple decent independent freelancers. We need to get Tom belt, Hanks, dude. You know? Jesus Christ. We need to get Tom Hanks. Shoot for the stars, baby. Dude, Let's he go. Was, <laughs> he's from the city. He's from the same city as us. He's from here. He went to high school just it's down true. the road. That's true. Hanks. You know what? No, we need to get Chet Hanks. I don't even what? You don't know Chet Hanks? No. White Boy Summer? No. Oh my god, dude. So Tom Hanks has two kids. It's Chet and then the fucking cuck. Oh, that's a dope-ass name, actually. Oh, yeah, bro. He's a dope-ass man. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, Chet. So, okay, no. So, one of them, I think, is like an NCIS. He's like an established actor. Like, if you saw him, you'd be like, okay, I've seen that face. The other one is just kind of like some burnout, rich kid, white boy covered in tattoos. Mm. And he came out with a fucking music video called White Boy Summer, where he's, you know, he's just slapping a bunch of ass and pouring champagne all over the place. Nice. He's just doing rich white kid things. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? of course. And uh, I think he would be way more uh, achievable probably, <laughs> than Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, he would give a fuck yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, uh, call him up, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll try to get a hold of Chet Hanks. We're gonna try to get Chet Hanks on the show. Yeah, that'd be if wild, not, dude. If not, we'll go for Tom. We'll go for Tom first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll we'll say, hey, is, we'll read out, to, reach out to chat, and be like, hey, is your father available? Is he still in, <laughs> is he still hiding in Greece for being a pedophile? Is Tom Hanks back in America? Oh, yet? Yeah. isn't that a thing? Didn't that why like everybody like called him a pedophile and he moved to Greece? I or don't something? know. I, I, again, I I, don't I, I do I not follow Hanks. that mainstream social at all. You know, I, I guess since this is something that gets plastered onto the wall of the internet forever, I should say that if he is a pedophile, it's terrible. But other than that, right. if he's not a ped- pedophile, I love Tom Hanks. <laughs> Something great. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying? If he's not a kid toucher, Forrest Gump, great movie. The Terminal, great movie. Yeah, if he's a kitty toucher, sorry, buddy. Horrible movies. You know, terrible movies. Oh, worst fucking movies you know, ever. You yeah, know, yeah. Film, film this poor handicapped gentleman. You know, him, you know. Discrimination. I, yeah, his mom it's, was a war. It's taking advantage. Know? I think they should have left that boy alone. Nobody should But if he isn't. Him. Dude, uh, iconic, bro. Dude, what like, a fucking heartwarming story. I know that anybody can do anything. I know, dude. It just you know what it, I'm it, like it really can, gives a light to he, the he's to handicapped in like leg braces. Uh huh. And the next thing you know, he's running through the fucking football stadium and playing one Big person dreams. ping pong with a bullet in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> he was a goddamn champion. Yep. You, you know? know, but if he was a kitty toucher. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Don't film handicapped people. I don't think you should be yeah, putting them on spectacles. Yeah, you should be ashamed. You why should are we be making, ashamed. Yeah. Why are we making spectacles out of handicapped people? Why are we people? making money off of handicapped people? That's not right. <laughs> that's not right, bro. And I feel like that's that's uh, intellectual intellectual appropriation. Yes. Not cultural appropriation, intellectual. You're, oh, man. You're appropriating the culture of retards, Tom Hanks, and that is not okay. We're breaking headlines here, bro. Yeah, no, I, I think we need to take them down. But didn't touch kids. Excellent. Great. You're great, man. Great, great man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is like a box of chocolates, Tom Hanks. Yes, it is. It's a fucking beautiful oh, man. variety pack. It's the worst, too, is he's, he's had plenty of other movies that were just as good. <laughs> I thought the Terminal was a really good like fucking that. movie. Did you see yeah, that one? Yeah, uh-huh. he, yeah. Like from like some fucking random Middle Eastern country that mm-hmm. goes to like a civil war while he's in the air. Yeah, everyone talks about uh, oh god, what is that one where he crashes on the island? Saving uh, Private Ryan? Uh, that's not what I was talking about, but yeah. I don't know. What's that one? No, it's the one, you the know, one where he screams Wilson? You know, yeah. I don't know. It's fucking uh, Oh god, platoon. why can't I... <laughs> 
No. Well, I can't remember what that movie I don't is called. I can't remember that movie. Uh, Stranded? No. No. Uh, Everybody listening to this knows shit, too. dude. What the Just fuck? Google, Google fucking uh, Tom Hanks real quick. Okay, we, got, <laughs> we got 11 minutes. Let's see. Hold oh, on. Uh, I like that. Let's Tom see. Tom Hanks. Is, that's not. Uh, uh, I'm just going to put Wilson in yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, see yeah, what there comes you go. up. Uh, uh, Chuck Nolan okay. uh, Castaway Castaway God fuck okay. You know yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. that too God damn it uh, Wilson the Volleyball Yeah that one was really IMDb. good You know Wilson the Volleyball Has his own IMDB page oh, <laughs> Does he? Oh he does <laughs> Is he anything? I'm not gonna lie dude I never saw fucking Castaway Really? Nah, uh, it was one of those movies Where like The internet told it for you. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's good. Like Star Wars. I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. but I don't know a single person who's seen all those movies that has told me that Robot Chicken and Family Guy didn't tell me everything I needed to know. Yeah, it's fair. You you know you know the movie for sure. You know everything. You I know, will all say, the iconic scenes were spread out, at least between, oh, yeah. between Family Guy and Robot Chicken. I feel like they must have gotten all the iconic yeah. scenes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I, would, I, I think that's worth watching at least once, though. Just because the... I I watched the f- fourth one, which is the first one, right? What? The, <laughs> the one from like the 80s, the very first Star Wars movies or 70s or whatever. Oh, I was still talking about Castaway. Oh, Castaway? <laughs> I was, oh, I was okay. like, there's four, there's three other movies? Well, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? He just keeps getting put on different islands. <laughs> Or By the fourth island, he's like, son of a bitch! Or maybe it's not Tom Hanks, but it's the same island, and people just keep getting oh, stranded yeah. that, there. See, that would be interesting. Yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. yeah. There's something but about the island. There's like, something more comical about it's like him. like the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, but there's something more comical about oh, yeah, Tom Hanks getting stranded on the same island or yeah. a different island. He stays like, in the military or whatever. <laughs> he just fucking keeps going into plane crashes and boating accidents and stuff. Oh, my God. That's a bad luck, Fucking man. Oh man! But no, he did, he did That's a great island. job. He did a great job in that movie. But yeah. are you saying you haven't seen Star Wars either? No. That's fair. I mean, a lot I, of people haven't. I saw I saw a part of the fourth one, right, which is the first one again. Uh, and like, there's like a scene where like the orange jumpsuit fella lands in the swamp with his robot, mm-hmm. and then they run orange across jumpsuit the gr- fella. <laughs> and then they run across that oh, green, no. that old green asshole. Um, okay. Yada da. I, I f- yeah, I was like, you're doing this on purpose now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, so, okay, no, so, but fucking, so fucking jumpsuit's talking to the green robot, and I mean, not green robot, but, you know, green guy, and fucking mm. robot's standing with him, right? And green guy doesn't recognize the robot, but if the first three movies were supposed to be before four, five, and six, right? So the prequels, mm. if those are prequels, then Yoda and the fucking robot have met plenty of times. Mm-hmm. So then why in the fourth one, which is not a prequel, he just doesn't like even recognize him. He's like, he's not paying attention to him. Is it just that there's hella different of that robot and he doesn't think it's the same no, one? No, uh, I don't. I'd have to go rewatch and to really confirm because I am not. I like Star Wars. I'm not a fucking That's fair. crazy That's fucking. Fair. I know everything about the lore. I've you know, I couldn't people. tell you. I've asked um, other Star Wars people, and on the spot, they couldn't give me an answer. But I think it's like Mexicans with Santa. Yeah, I think I think it because um, in the fourth one he was a little bit off as rocker. You know, he uh, Jedi he's Coun- old. Well, the Jedi Council has been destroyed. You know, the Jedi Empire okay. collapsed. This is a year, a couple years afterwards, right? And Luke finds him 
in uh, orange jumpsuit asshole guy, as you say, um, finds him uh, on whatever the fucking planet. Uh, so, some Star Wars fans on this uh, listening to us right now is just fucking reeing in their car. <laughs> Freaking out because I'm well, just nailing need, all the wrong points. If they're fucking Star Wars fans, they need um, to join the Discord. Yeah, you know yeah. They use it. And correct us right fucking now. Um, but yeah, so Luke finds uh, uh, Yoda on a backwater planet. Blah blah blah. You know. Um, and I would like to assume that I think, albeit Yoda is kind of wacko and dying. You know. Yeah. Um, I think he does recognize uh, R2D2 yeah. and. Uh, C3PO. Oh, C3PO wasn't with him that time. No, I it was think just R2D2. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he does recognize R2D2. Um, because he's also like a Force Jesus kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So he probably senses because even though it's a robot, it's you know, yeah, he's bullshit. Most, you know, he remembers who he's talking you, to. You just, yeah, think of the Force in Star Wars as just bullshit wizard space magic. You know, yeah. like it's just all it is, right? It's not space magic. Uh, it's plot. It's plot. Fuck, a it's a plot device, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure he probably did recognize, but in the interest of not influencing Luke, you know, and like his destiny on the Force, blah, blah, oh, that's fair. you know. Probably didn't say anything. He's just you like, know, let's be cool about it. Um, he probably doesn't understand the robot either. Yeah, so I guess I'll just be cool. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's one of those things where, uh, well, uh, do they understand him? Yeah, they do understand oh, R two D two. Yeah, so he's like fucking Brian. R two D two has a a series of beeps and whistles that apparently actually does make senses according to the universe. But That's fair. again, it's, it's flying space force yeah, no. wizards. I'm not in, you know, like so. It's know. like there's definitely many points in the series where. Um, it's not it, fair to it's, really. It's, yeah. They kind of like shove the secrets in the corner. They're like, eh, that doesn't have to be told about. It's fine. Yeah. You let, know? Let, the, <laughs> you let know? the bloggers figure that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I guess it's um, in film terms, they really exercise suspension of belief or disbelief, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, which is this like agreement in movies when you make movies, right? You set a world, you set a system, you set whatever it is that you've built. And if you are effectively navigating within the own rules that you've built, you know, as far as like movie creation. Yeah. Um then you have suspension of disbelief. So your viewer is more likely to believe bullshit things that happen on the side, you know, yeah, and just kind of go with it. It's like nothing makes sense anyway. So. Mm, yeah, or like it makes sense within your the world that you built, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um uh it's so like when in a you cartoon like it's like Anything that happens in a cartoon, you're just like, well, it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And then, so when you break that, you're you're essentially breaking it, the trust or dis- uh, the suspension of disbelief with uh, your viewer, and uh, that's what pretty much creates poor movies. You know, they set up rules and break their own rules, and then people go like, nothing makes sense. You know, if it makes sense within your world, then it doesn't matter because it made sense in within the rules that you made. Right? Yeah. Anyways, um, that's pretty much literally Star Wars in a nutshell, dude. Like, they give you everything that you need, uh, the main points, the space opera shit, and then all the extra little trickly bullshit they sprinkle on top is kind of like, it's not breaking the world's order. So it, most people kind of just, whatever, ignore it. You it's kind of smart, too, because like it gives all these people all these different things to speculate about. Yeah, it's true. It's like, because if you don't give a reason or if you don't follow up, then people are allowed to just come up with their own reasons. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that, that, that births the fandom, right? Fandom, mm-hmm. yeah, and the porn and all the other weird shit. Yeah, all the Rule 34 bullshit that's out there. <laughs> fucking, fucking Jesus. You know Rule 34, right? No. Oh, so 
There's the many rules of the internet that I think was birthed on Reddit. It might even be pre-Reddit. I don't remember, actually. Okay. But there's, like, I th- several rules. And rule 34 is the rule that if it exists uh, of, on the internet or if it exists, period, there's porn of it somewhere. True. You know? yeah. um, that's just... So when you Google rule 34... There's it'll be like oh that's the rule and then if you Google rule thirty four fucking whatever your fancy is that evening yeah. you know um, there's chances are somebody has driv- drawn porn of that thing. I remember you know? when Red Dead Two came out, there was a surge in like Western style porn. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for like, cause isn't this weird? Like if you use Pornhub, that's like that's the porn that it's like an algorithm based on the whole world. Oh yeah, right. Right. So it's like it's what it's like. There's a couple of videos that are probably based on what you're kind of been watching, mm-hmm. but then a lot of the videos, like, are are just like this is what the world is watching. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like yeah, when Red Dead came out, it was like all of a sudden there's tons of like Western porn, mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny because you could see the trend within the world grow on Pornhub. Right. Right. Pornhub's like a stock market for. People jerking off, if you think about it, because it's true. You can you, get update you can data. See what, you see literally in real time what everybody wants, mm-hmm. and thirty three percent of all internet traffic at one time is porn. Yep. So, literally, you can. That's like the best marketing that there is. You know, apparently, people like stepsisters. I don't understand what that's all yeah, about. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand the. I guess I never had a stepsister or a stepmother, mm-hmm. so I don't understand. I'm not in that world. People yeah. really seem to like the thought of fucking their own moms. Yeah, steps uh, yeah. It's like it's like this weird like taboo thing that yeah. like I think they're into. It's weird but when it like crosses. incest just doesn't vibe, bro. Incest is weird too, especially like if the chick is like hot, mm-hmm. so you're willing to watch the porn. Yeah, but then she, but they're like leaning into the role that this is a mom. And yeah, son. yeah. When they lean too and much into like, it, I'm like, no she's like thanks. Fucking giving them a hand job, being like, "You're my son." I yeah, gave birth yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I changed even, your diapers, or and I'm you your stepmom, or something. Even it's like, then, what the? Fuck? Yeah, who or is this? Who is this part for? Yeah, I I reel whenever it's like incestual shit i'm just like oh yeah. god no no yeah ah, like like lose my boner it tur- we're turning off the game or the game yeah. the fucking uh well, at least the sound the sound yeah, and shit yeah. yeah or even just sometimes it's even just a whole complete new like, video yeah, yeah take a break for a little while maybe yeah. come back yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well shit okay well we gotta go uh we got 30 seconds people join the discord uh send in your shout out send in your articles send in your anything if you want to send in questions to uh, tatspodcast at gmail.com, you can even send me your own butthole. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> let's uh, let's try to make this a community. I, I kind of give a fuck. Thomas will, does not want to see people <laughs> in your butthole. He's not here for it. All right? I think that makes people, gonna they're going to send it to me now because I said I didn't want it. Don't don't send them personally to Thomas. <laughs> Just send, them to the, send them to Tats Podcast and maybe preference, like in the in the header, put like for Thomas, and then we'll know not to open those ones. Okay, cool. Tell your friends.